This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. -on -one. Chris Monty gets him inside the foul, count it, and one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes, no one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this in South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. And welcome into LaSalle College High School for a Philadelphia Catholic League matchup, a big one between the Eagles of Conwell Egan and the Explorers of LaSalle. Bob Long, Chris Sanders alongside, and we are just about ready for tip-off. Going through the introductions, we'll go through them with you here. First for Conwell Egan, it'll be Karan Johnson, a 5'10 junior, wearing the number five tonight. Laprie McCray-Pace, averaging 17 points a game, a 6'2 senior, will start as well. James Thompson, number 22, a 6'1 senior for the Eagles. James Leibel, a 6'5 sophomore, and then Vinny D'Alessandro, the big man, a 6'7 senior. For the Explorers of LaSalle, it'll be Jared Stooks, a 5'10 junior, averaging 11 points a game. Matt Paulus, averaging 10, will join him in the backcourt. Dan Romaldi, a sophomore, or I should say a senior Romaldi at 6'4. He will be a small forward this evening. Ryan McTamney, averaging 17 a game. The junior at 6'5", and then rounding out the starting five for the Explorers, 6'6", Shane Stark, wearing number 44 this evening. Chris, an important matchup for both teams here. Yes, it is. It, it can really get style on the map once again. Uh, coming into this matchup, a lot of schools were doubting him, losing Krumpetich, Walls, and Witherspoon last season. Just about ready, like we said, for tip-off. Conwell Egan will be wearing their road blues. Then the royal blues, they have the black trim and the white numbers. For the Explorers, their home whites, black trim, navy blue numbers. A 10-1 Explorer team, perfect here through the Philadelphia Catholic League early slate. Wins against Archbishop Ryan and Father Judge. And now a big test against the reigning double-A state champion, Conwell Egan Eagles. Looking out for Jared Stooks this evening. Stooks wearing number two for the Explorers. Scored 20 points last game, Monday night, on the road against Father Judge. It was a tough atmosphere, Chris, but he stepped up big offensively, making some individual moves to the bucket when ball movement became a premium. He did. It was one of his first really big offensive games of the year. It will be Shane Stark against Vinny D'Alessandro. D'Alessandro tips it back. Comes all the way toward the sideline, chasing it down is Karan Johnson. And we are underway as Karan Johnson brings it across the timeline. Johnson will swing it across. Libel back to Johnson, and they'll start over. Nearly stolen by Stukes, he chases it down. 
but a backcourt violation is called. So Jared Stukes hurries James Libel enough that he actually knocked it into the backcourt. I thought that was tipped, Chris, from this vantage point. Yeah, I couldn't really tell, but a great play for Stukes getting his defensive game started early. Now Stukes, after taking the inbounds play, walks it across the timeline. LaSalle will work it, weave it behind the three-point line. Scoreless here in the first minute. LaSalle versus Conwell Egan. Explorers moving from left to right on your radio dial. Stukes, elbow extended beyond the three-point line, draws a double. Down to Stark on the baseline. Fights through, and a foul is called against Libel. Tough minute to start off for the sophomore. Libel all over Stark there. Stark's going to have a tough game if he, if he can't muscle up to him. Now inbounding underneath their own basket. It's Paulus off to Stukes and right back. Romaldi gets it top of the key, foot on the line. No good from the top of the key and the rebound down to D'Alessandro. McCray Price gets into the lane, throws it high off the top of the backboard, comes right back to him on the block and he finishes. One of the tough things that the Explorers have had trouble with is rebounding this year and you could tell right on that play. Stark now on the baseline, beyond the three-point line. One dribble and back up to the top of the key. It's Stukes now with the right hand. Paulus takes it from him. Stark now takes it on the post, gets toward the lane, and is able to finish at the near side block. And Stukes steals it, goes up and gets fouled. Fantastic play by Jared there. James Thompson, the 6'1 senior, Threw it in lazily to pre-McCray pace. And sneaking in from behind with Stukes. A great job to get the ball. Draw some contact and he'll shoot two at the line. Two-two the, the score. 6.22 to play first quarter. Stukes' first free throw up and good. The other four explorers back coaching with head coach Joe Dempsey. Still none in the lane as Stukes attempts to take his second. Second is up and good as well. 4-2, the Explorers lead. Full court pressure now. Stukes guarding Johnson. Now it's Romaldi who is guarding Drew Burton. And McCray pace now off to Johnson. Libel, about a 10-footer, couldn't get it to hit from the baseline. Rebound to Shane Stark. Skip pass gets all the way to the baseline. They get it back out to McTamney. He does good work just to keep it in bounds. That was behind him, Chris. Well, Sal's really trying to work the ball here, get Egan moving. Now Jared Stukes, top of the key, off to McTamney. Nearly traveled with it. And now an offensive foul is called against Ryan McTamney. Defender was sliding, but the referee said he must have had his elbow extended. Called for an offensive foul. That's always a tough one. 4-2 the score, 5.44 to play. It's Laprie McCray pace. McCray pace now walks it across the timeline, leaves it off for Karan Johnson. Conwell Egan in no hurry. Up near the Explorer logo, Karan Johnson directs traffic. Spreads the floor, now gets into the elbow. Back up top to Libel. Libel hounded by Dan Romaldi. Now getting to the baseline is Johnson. Thompson gets into the lane. Back to Johnson. Gets through, finger roll, and scores it. Karan Johnson with the two. 
Nearly thrown away and now indeed so. Jared Stukes was looking for number 11, Matt Paulus. They weren't on the same page there, Chris. That last offensive play for the Eagles is something the Explorers are really going to need to work on. When they move the Explorers out, the middle of the lane is always open. They've, they've been working on that a lot this week. Karellen Johnson off to James Thompson. Thompson jump stops, finds Libel. They had D'Alessandro for a second down, though they couldn't find him. Resetting now to the logo. McCray Pace, open three. That one's good from McCray Pace. 7-4 lead for Conwell Egan. Jared Stukes now will walk across the timeline. Conwell Egan in the man-to-man. -man. Ryan McTamney guarded by McCray Pace. Off to Stark. Backdoor cut, they couldn't get it to Paulus, didn't get enough separation, so now they'll reset. Rimaldi, nearly traveled with it again. I think he's gotten away with two of those. Stukes will back it out to the logo. 4.05 to play. Slow offensive sets on both sides early on. Stark into the lane, off the glass, can't get it to finish. Rimaldi tipped it up, that one didn't go. McCray pace with the rebound for the Eagles. You can see early on Coach Joe Dempsey trying to get Stark involved more. And now Stark fouls Vinny D'Alessandro. Good thing he did. And that was bad positioning there from Stark. And D'Alessandro did a great job to establish himself down low. Would have been an easy dunk if not for the reach-in. But that is Stark's first foul of the game. The Eagles of Conwell Egan will inbound from underneath their own basket on the near side. Jones and Held now in for the Explorers. Inbounding now, LaPree McCray Pace. To the top of the key now, Karan Johnson. To the bucket, big block from Shane Stark against McCray Pace. He got to the baseline but couldn't finish over the outstretched arm of Stark. Now Stukes nifty pass into the lane. Found Stark, they'll back it out. Phil Held off to Matt Paulus. Isaiah Jones with the cross-court pass. Into the lane is Stukes. Elects to go to Stark. Up top to Isaiah Jones. Top of the key three, well off. And McCray Pace with an uncontested rebound. Across the timeline now, Karan Johnson. Now Darian Simmons into the game for the first time has it. McCray Pace on the baseline. Good pass inside. Ball watching are the Explorers. And Vinny D'Alessandro puts it in easily off the glass. And that's just what Vinny does. It's going to be a headache if Shane can't man up to him. Explorers ball watching in that zone. And now it's Matt Paulus, number 11. Jared Stukes nearly travels with it again. That sure did look like one. Matt Paulus being bellied up by Karan Johnson. Shrugs them off, and they'll start the offense now from the top of the key. Stark gets into the lane. Stukes will step into a three and knock go. it down from the top of the key. I would love to see Jared shoot some more of them. Lapree McCray pace. Now off to Karan Johnson there across the timeline. And this 2-3 is something new for the Explorers, so something Coach Dempsey has, not, has, has hardly done in his career. Extra pass to the baseline, got all the way to Thompson, who elected to back it back out. This is Darian Simmons again. Johnson thought about the three. They'll work it around the top of the two-three. Explorers shifting well. 
Backing it out, Karan Johnson all the way to the logo. 1.48 to play, a 9-7 lead for Conwell Egan. Slow offensive sets, now McCray pace. Launches from the baseline, no good. Came right to Thompson in the lane, and he gets fouled on his way up. He will shoot two at the line. Went it right into the hands initially of Shane Stark, but I don't think he was expecting it. It barely flicked off the back of that rim, and the redirection was all it needed to throw him off balance. Bounced right to number 22, James Thompson, and now they're shooting two. Once again, rebound, rebounding, giving the Spurs a headache early on. Thompson back iron, no good on his first free throw. McTamney and Ferguson into the game. Chris Ferguson in for the first time. Starting quarterback for the LaSalle football team this season. Actually make that both quarterbacks on the floor right now. Isaiah Jones and Chris Ferguson. Second free throw good, one of two for James Thompson. He'll come off the floor and on his place, Eric Esposito, a 6'1 sophomore. 10 to seven. Conwell Egan leads on the road against LaSalle. 92 seconds to play first quarter. Chris Ferguson takes the ball top of the key, off to Jones. They work it to McTamney. Top of the key, Stukes thought about the three. The head fake got him in toward the lane, back to Held. Ferguson has it now. They work it up top. Isaiah Jones with the jump pass off to McTamney. Explorers in no hurry. Stukes will back it out. A minute five to play first quarter. Stukes off to McTamney. He'll launch the three. No good off the front rim and the rebound to Daniel Green. Green across the timeline. He'll leave off for Simmons. Conwell Egan possibly looking for the last shot here. Eric Esposito gets his first touch. Now Simmons. LaSalle with the 2-3 zone, making things tough for Conwell Egan. They're slowing down the offense considerably. Top of the key, they get it back to Simmons. Simmons off to Esposito. Esposito is guarded by Stukes and has to get it back to Darian Simmons. 24 seconds to play, and Conwell Egan's going to back it out for the last shot. This LaSalle defense is sure giving the Eagles a headache. 10-7 to the score, a low-scoring first period here. Simmons walks with the ball up near the logo, under 10 to shoot now. It's Isaiah Jones guarding him. Sneaks up, now Esposito may have to launch. The lefty will shoot it, and it goes down off the backboard. It rolled around the rim and somehow went down. A three for Esposito ends the first quarter with a flourish. It's 13 to seven, Conwell Egan. A tough one for LaSalle. A tough one for LaSalle. He just tossed it up with two seconds remaining and got the lucky bounce off the backboard. We'll take a quick break. Come back for the second quarter. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com.
Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. Time for the second quarter right here on Bob Long Sports. 13-7, the lead for Conwell Egan and LaSalle will start with the ball. Matt Paulus comes off a screen. Rimaldi has it now. They continue to weave at the top of the key. Paulus will step into a top of the key three. No good off the back iron, and Vinny D'Alessandro comes down with the rebound. Simmons into the lane, all alone, off the glass, and finishes. Simmons seems to be taking over the spot Jordan left off last year, taking over, cutting through the lane. Ryan McTamney now with the ball as they cross the timeline. Jared Stukes coming off a screen. Finds baseline Dan Rimaldi. Stukes thought about the three. Into the lane instead. Back to Paulus. He'll get another look. This time knocks it down. Matt Paulus puts it in. It's now a 15-10 lead for Conwell Egan, but a big three for the Explorers. Cuts them back to just five. There's that ball movement we've, we've been seeing from Stukes thus far. Now it's McCray pace. Baseline finds Green. Green nearly taken from behind by Stukes. Next pass gets to D'Alessandro. He'll dunk it home on the baseline. Shane Stark caught napping. Tried to go for the steal, though, and didn't get there. Jump pass got it all the way to Stukes. Stukes will launch a three. Again, this time it's Jared Stukes. But the Explorers two for two from three on their last two possessions and a quick timeout from head coach Joe Dempsey. It's 17 to 13, 631 to play second quarter. Stukes really take, taking off where he left off against Judge, his second three of the game. Really putting him, uh, putting him on the map on this offense. 17 to 13 the score and Chris, 30 second timeout for the Explorers here. If you're coach Dempsey, what are you talking about here? Really watch where you, watch where you position yourself on defense. The two three's been great, but as we just, just saw, Stark caught napping and there goes D'Alessandro for the easy two. Cardinal, or I should say Conwell Egan here, playing very good basketball. You've seen a lot out of LaPree McCray pace so far, and not to be unexpected, averaging just under 17 points a game. Vinny D'Alessandro doing well also to do his part. Now it's Karan Johnson. Johnson averaging 7.5 points a game. Off the McCray pace, he's guarded by Rimaldi. That's a tough matchup. Getting inside and getting fouled. He flicked it underhand, and Rimaldi just a little bit of a body bump too late there. Foul called. Really just a desperation toss up, and, he, and Stark did fall for it and get the foul. And I think that will actually be called against Rimaldi, Chris. Rimaldi over talking to Joe Dempsey right now as McCray pace knocks down the first. At the line 6-18 to play. Five-point lead for Conwell Egan as McCray Pace takes the second end-over-end spin and nothing but net. Jared Stukes, number two, across the timeline. Stukes into the lane, off to Rimaldi, handing off for Paulus all the way to the rim. He'll leave off for Stark. Stark can't get it over the front of the rim. Point-blank range. Beautiful ball movement and execution through the lane there. D'Alessandro now leaves back from McCray Pace, going off him with Stukes, so he goes to the basket himself and finishes off the glass. Miscommunication on defense for the Explorers. Rimaldi now spinning on the baseline. Explorers move it up quickly. Paulus leaves off for McTamney. Open three. It's good. 
Now LaSalle's getting into it, really moving the ball fast. 21-16, 5.32 to play. Esposito, long three, no good. And knocked out of bounds, last touch by Stark. Delessandro was in there to haggle a little bit for it. Two hands, Shane, come on. And that's the battle that you're gonna have with Vinny Delessandro. He makes things tough. You gotta worry so much about his size and brawn that the effort to box him out leaves you in sometimes a vulnerable position where you can't get both hands over there. Delessandro takes the feed inside, well long on the mid-range shot from the elbow. Explorers back up the floor quickly. Cross-court pass, McTamney is wide open. It's good from three. Assist to Matt Paulus with the cross-court pass, and this time a timeout for Conwell Egan as the lead for the Eagles is now just two. The Explorers have cut in with a quick run. Now, Chris, we sit here halfway through the second quarter. This Explorer team fighting back a little bit. You get the sense that this is a game that's going to go back and forth. These two very, very good teams are highlighting their own strengths and trying their best to find weaknesses in the opposition. You're seeing defenses change up. A very, very entertaining game of chess we've seen this evening. Just as we just saw, timeout by the Explorers, and then they come roaring back with a fast-paced offense, really moving the ball well down the court. It's a huge matchup in southeastern Pennsylvania, and we're happy to bring it to you here on Bob Long Sports. The score, 21-19. Conwell Egan leads, 5.09 to play, first half. It'll be Simmons with the basketball. They'll work it around to James Thompson, who just checked back into the game. Now McCray Pace. It's an offensive foul called against James Libel. McCray Pace dribbled and he was trying to get by, but it was Libel that came in and set a moving screen on Jared Stukes. That's one call you don't see a lot called in high school basketball. It's been a point of emphasis at many levels of basketball this season. You're seeing it more in the college game, and that, of course, matriculates all the way down to high school and, and the lower levels than that. Some rule changes. We may get to a few today, depending upon how the game goes. One of the big ones is any time there's an offensive foul, regardless of the ball, leaving your hands earlier or not, you wipe the points off the board. Lots more rule changes, but that's one where there's a, been a point of emphasis with the referees, moving screens. Now Matt Paulus to the baseline. Ryan McTamney cutting through the lane, fouled on his way up. That's Libel. Two in the span of 15 seconds against the starter, the sophomore at 6'5", James Libel. Stark was looking for it there. He was up against a 6'1", James Thompson. He really had a height advantage there. Libel's going to have to come out. That is his third foul. Second foul in 15 seconds and the third on the game. So Libel will take a seat for a long time. Got to learn to play with two fouls there if you're Libel. Now into the lane. And now a foul is called against Conwell Egan again. This time it's McCray Pace who has some words for the officials. But it's actually called on James Thompson. So McCray Pace <laughs> lobbying on his teammate's behalf. What a good teammate. Inbound to the top of the key, it's Jared Stukes. Popping out to the baseline, but well guarded by Thompson is Matt Paulus. Stark now flashes off to Jared Stukes, who will reset the offense up near the midcourt stripe. Heels almost on that stripe as he now dribbles in towards Simmons. 
danced and thought about the three. Now into the lane, off for Polis. The three is no good. Stark with a strong rebound, but it's taken from him by Delisandro. He nearly threw it away. Now he does. Stark's going to get it back into the lane. Stukes, Stukes, ball taken right off his hands. Karan Johnson with a huge block all the way down the floor. He falls while he passes. Off to Delisandro. 15-footer is good for Vinny Delisandro. And amidst the chaos, the Eagles come up with two. Stukes into the lane, back to McTamney now. Game at full throttle. Paulus, three is no good. Good box out position by Thompson, who came up with the rebound. Now it's Darian Simmons, who's fouled in the backcourt by Jared Stukes. A lot of pressure here by the Explorers, especially on the opposing behalf uh, for the Eagles. 23 to 19. Eagles lead with 3.25 to play and it's an exciting and entertaining game that changes dynamics seemingly every two minutes. Conrad Kiska into the game for the Explorers. Off comes Dan Rimaldi and he will actually go back into the game. This is not a scene out of Hoosiers. The Explorers want to play with five guys on the floor. It's going to be interesting how uh, Joe Dempsey uh, circles in Zach Chrysler and Conrad Kiska, the two main freshmen on the, on the uh, varsity roster. Conwell Egan into their offense. It's Eric Esposito feeding down low to Pace. McCray Pace into the lane, off the back rim, finds its way out. Then he gets fouled as he got his own rebound and put it up off the glass. Did not go down, but he'll shoot two at the line. Second chances, Chris, costing the Explorers early on, and it's the athletes like McCray Pace and D'Alessandro that are doing the job on the offensive glass. It sure is. As what just took place, the chaos on the other end of the floor, D'Alessandro really boxing out and bullying pretty much Shane Stark. Pretty much the same height, D'Alessandro 6'7", Stark is 6'6", but as we mentioned, D'Alessandro has some muscle on him. McCray Pace missed the front free throw and now he will shoot his second after a few substitutions from the Explorers. Conrad Kiska into the game. Isaiah Jones is on the floor. To round out the five on the floor for the Explorers, Shane Stark, Dan Romaldi, and Matt Paulus. Second free throw goes all the way around the cylinder and then down for LaPree McCray Pace. Isaiah Jones now the ball handler. Off for Matt Paulus. 2.56 to play, Explorers trail by five, 24 to 19. A lot of dribbling from Matt Paulus to the top of the key now Jones. Dan Rimaldi off to Paulus. Kiska will take it back. Paulus thought about the three. Inside into Kiska. Kiska knocks it down from four feet away. The floater goes home. Great execution there. D'Alessandro kind of got trapped on the other end. And that's a new look for the Explorers. They knew that this ooh, Egan team would be ready for that. Now through the lane is Dan Green, hey. and Dan Green runs into the LaSalle defender. Isaiah Jones takes the offensive foul, and it's going the other way. I love to see Jones. He's always there in the middle of the paint. That must have been his third or fourth charge he's taken this year. Chris Ferguson comes back into the game. Dan Rimaldi will come off. And now it'll be the Explorers basketball. Walking up the floor with it, Jared Stukes trailing by three, 2.20 to play first half. Jared Stukes 
comes off the Kiska screen. Might have been bumped on his way there. No foul call. Jones has an open look from three, decides against it. Now into the lane, up with the left hand, can't finish. Daniel Green with the rebound. Green leaves off for McCray Pace. Guarded by Matt Paulus is McCray Pace. Now they leave off from both of them. He's into the lane. Nearly stolen, and now indeed so, and Isaiah Jones taken down a football tackle from James Thompson. Fantastic play by uh, Jones getting in there and grabbing the ball. And that is the seventh foul against Conwell Egan. So Isaiah Jones will have the opportunity to earn his second free throw at the free throw line with the front end of a one and one. And Chris, it's something we talk about all the time here on Bob Long Sports. The games are won and lost at the front end, and it's big opportunities like this where you need to cash in. They are. We've seen a great number of opportunities this year for the Explorers to go, go ahead through foul shots. Isaiah Jones in and out. Oh, so close to going in, but it went halfway down and bounced out. Three-point lead for Conwell Egan with 100 seconds to play in the first half. A foul called against Jones, and now it'll be Darian Simmons' turn to go to the line to shoot one and one. That also the seventh foul of the half for the Explorers. Darian Simmons. Dribbles three times, end over end spin, and it's good. Not a lot of movement on that free throw, Chris. That was really unbelievable to me. On the front end of a one and one, nobody even blinked. I know. They'll be rebounding now. It's Kiska and Ferguson there for the Explorers. Ferguson will get the rebound on the back iron miss from Darian Simmons. Four-point lead now for Conwell Egan. They've led for the majority of the first half. LaSalle has threatened. Inside, Ferguson throws it up wildly. Ferguson unable to make it, and now it's Isaiah Jones with the rebound. He'll pass it out, get it back, take the three. Ferguson tried to go up and get the rebound. Last touch by Ferguson on the air ball from Jones. Not a good look there from Jones on the wide open opportunity from three. And the ball back to Conwell Egan. Something different. In the last couple of games, Jones has been perfect from beyond the arc. And here, early on, we've seen two air balls from Jones. Conwell Egan will roll the ball off the floor. Holding it now is McCray Pace. They're in no hurry. A minute seven to play, first half. They lead by four. Phil Held is guarding McCray Pace, who leaves off for Karan Johnson. A foul called against Jared Stukes, and that one's more of a tone setter than anything else, the way I look at it. He barely put a hand on him, and it's not like Johnson was driving there. That, that was called on Phil, Phil Held there. Okay, off, off ball foul, okay. Understood, because Jared Stukes, by the time he put his hand on him, that whistle was blowing, so it was an assumption on my part. But McCray Pace was really trying to draw the foul there, running into uh, Held. Front end of a one and one. Earning his second now is Lapree McCray Pace. A good first half for him. Dan Rimaldi checks into the game. Phil Held will come off. 55.1 seconds to play. Lapree McCray Pace set to take his second free throw. End over end spin. No good, but a violation called against Daniel Green. 
So back down the floor goes the Conwell Egan defense, and LaSalle will take over offensively, trailing by five under a minute to play first half. Once again, that's a violation that you actually hardly actually ever see. Um, they usually let that one go. Jared Stukes to walk across the timeline with the left hand. Jared Stukes in no hurry here. Now we'll come off the screens. Things speed up a little bit. A three-point opportunity from Paulus. Matt Paulus knocks it down from the baseline. I tell Jared wanted that one, but the unselfish player he is, he gave it up. And Phil Held will check back into the game. An offense-defense substitution is Ryan McTamney will come out of the game. 36.5 seconds to play. Now the clock stopped there, Chris. Very interesting because the swish put the net through the basket, and as a result, gave head coach Joe Dempsey an opportunity to get his offensive score, Ryan McTamney, out of the game to avoid any further foul trouble. Very, very lucky break for the Explorers, and well done by head coach Dempsey. 17 seconds to play. Darian Simmons, guarded by the newly inserted Rimaldi. Phil Held is in there as well. D'Alessandro up top. It'll be Esposito, a baseline three. No good, knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Vinny D'Alessandro. He took a swing at the ball, knocked it right out. Thought he got Shane Stark's arm in the process. Referee did not see it that way. And with 3.2 seconds to play, Explorers trailing by two. They'll throw in from underneath their own basket, having to go the full way down the floor. Rolled down to Paulus, he'll get a look but he won't be able to get it off. He fumbled the ball as he came inside the three-point line and will go to the half. After 16 minutes of play, it's Conwell League in 26, LaSalle 24 in a really entertaining first half of basketball, Chris. It sure was. The Explorers moving the ball well, but that Conwell League defense and the big big boys down low, D'Alessandro, really making a trouble for Shane and Ryan to get rebounds. For this LaSalle team, judge this performance on what you've seen so far and, and these challenges that you mentioned for Conwell Egan, but how have they responded to those challenges so far? Well, for LaSalle, I think it's been pre pretty steady like they have been so far. I'd like to see more action from Stukes and from McTammany, uh, really moving the ball and getting into the paint. Uh, so far, it's really been outside the paint uh, type of year for the Explorers, relying on McTammany and Rimaldi and, and Jones really shooting the ball well. We'll take a break, come back on the other side here on Bob Long Sports. The score, Conwell Egan 26, LaSalle 24. You're listening to Explorer Basketball right here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country. 
by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. with 7.08 remaining in the third. And now it is Conwell Egan trying to answer. To the baseline, D'Alessandro feeds inside, spinning is Thompson. He can't finish, and Rimaldi has the rebound. And a foul is called. McCray Pace in the backcourt. He's not happy whatsoever. Jared Stukes now up the floor for the Explorers. Cross the timeline. Working into the front court. Stukes turns with it. Now Paulus. Inside to Stark, on the block, spinning against D'Alessandro, can't finish. Just not enough touch at the rim, Chris. Adam B. just couldn't finish. Now Simmons, off to McCray Pace, beyond the three-point line. Comes into the lane, leaves off for Karan Johnson. Front rim no good, comes all the way back to him. Off to Pace, he can't finish. Looks like he was fouled, but nothing called. Think we'll I call saw, it a block. I think I saw someone on the Explorers get a hand on 
Pace's hand, but no, no call whatsoever. Now it is Darian Simmons again. Comes into the lane. Front rim no good. Rebound down to Stukes. Stays with it on the baseline. Looks like he might have got poked up near the eye, but he's up the floor. No worse for the wear. Jared Stukes backs it out to the logo now. The Explorers lead by one. 5-17 to play. A low-scoring third quarter. Just one three-pointer, and that was early on in this quarter. Dan Rimaldi has the ball, backing it up top. Paulus. Now they'll complete the round-the-horn passing off to McTamney. McTamney dribbles back out toward the logo, and now it's Paulus off to Stooks. Jared Stooks with the left hand. Now the crossover to the right. Off to McTamney. Comes into the lane. Floats it up. Doesn't get it there. Good rebound from Stark. McTamney gets it back and is fouled on his way up by number five, Karan Johnson. That's his first. That's the team's second. McTamney's going to get a line shooting for two. His 4.48 left in this third, and we've only had one three-pointer. That was made by Matt Paulus minute into this quarter. And now we have a made three free throw by McTamney. Four forty-eight to play. Twenty-eight twenty-six after McTamney first free throw make. Now he hits the second. Throwing in now from the baseline will be Laprie McCray Pace. And we understand we had a few technical difficulties early on. Thanks for being with us here now. And it's a good one here. So glad we're back and glad you're here with us. Absolutely. 29-26, Explorers lead, a 4-0 run. I hesitate to say a quick 4-0 run because it's taken nearly four minutes. But the Explorers holding the Conwell League and Eagles scoreless thus far in the third. LaPree McCray pace. McCray pace gets by Phil Held, floats it up, count it, and one. A foul called against the Explorers. McCray pace has an opportunity to tie. Although with this 5-0 run that the Explorers had to open up this third quarter, it took about five minutes to develop. And now we have had this McCray pace two going for a three-point play. Egan still back in it. Now LaPree McCray pace takes the free throw. Front rim no good. It's batted up and out of bounds by Ryan McTavney. And now we're going to have likely discuss. discussing the call. They got it right. Yep. Yep, and they gave it right back to Conmaligan, who was actually called directly to LaSalle to start off, but the referee came in, helped with the call. McTamney, I saw McTamney get a touch of it. And I think this official close to us on this close sideline saw it, got it right. McCray Pace has a wide open three on the ensuing inbound play. Knocks it down, puts down three fingers, and gives the Eagles the lead. Paulus, mid-range shot, short off the front rim. McCray Pace couldn't quite wrap it up, ended up getting the rebound, though. Being chased down as he goes across the timeline by McTamney, who now gives up the chase and goes back to man-to-man -to -man defense. Phil Held is called for a blocking foul. McCray Pace was trying to cut off ball, and he impeded that progress. We're going to see Dan Ramaldi and Isaiah Jones come back into this game. 
Matt Paulus and Phil Hellett are out. 3.54 to play, third quarter. LaSalle now trailing by two. They took the lead by three, and a quick 5-0 run here from Conwell Egan has given them the lead once again. Simmons skip pass now to Esposito, who comes to the three-point line on the baseline. Back to Simmons, top of the key, guarded by Stukes. Leaves off for Daniel Green. Daniel Green with the left hand will dribble back out toward the logo. He's guarded by Stark. Got right by Stark to the rim and cannot finish. It rolled around the rim and would not go down. There's no defense on that layup for Green, and he just couldn't make it. And Green gets in the face of Jared Stukes after fouling him from behind. A really careless foul. And then he got right in his face. Jared Stukes is pulled away by Isaiah Jones. That's good teamwork right there. In your moment of a bit of vulnerability or intensity or emotion, good to have a teammate pull you out of there. Absolutely. A guy like Isaiah Jones, who's just been on this team just this year, a year younger than Jared Stukes. That shows the leadership and the young sophomore. McTamney gets to the bucket, is fouled on his way there. A good dive to the rim, and Rimaldi found him off the inbound play. McCray Pace tabbed for the foul. That's McCray Pace's second of the night, second of this quarter as well. Ryan McTamney now to the line with 3.18 to play. An opportunity to hit two and tie it up at 31. First is good. End over end spin knocks it down. Something to watch maybe is McCray Pace's foul trouble. He's got two fouls this quarter, and that's both of his fouls so far tonight. He's been foulless in this first in the first half. Back iron, no good, and Rimaldi has the rebound. McTamney wants it again. He'll launch from the baseline. No good. McCray Pace with a big rebound and leaves off for Karan Johnson. All the way to the bucket. Karan Johnson finishes over the outstretched arm of Chris Ferguson. And Villain D'Alessandro is called for a delay a game warning as he went up and batted that ball toward the end line. So no harm, no foul there, but he'll be watched for the next time. But he seemed very understanding of the call, seemed accidental on D'Alessandro's part. He understood the call. Three-point lead for Conwell Egan. LaSalle back to offense. They run their normal weave beyond the three-point line. McTamney may get an open look. Stukes didn't see him and said, spins in the lane, can't finish. Barely grazed the front rim. And back behind the defense is Esposito. Took the pass, finished. And there's a foul as well. He'll go to the line to shoot one more. No defense on that fast break. And there's no one home to take, get that rebound in the paint after Stukes missed layup. And it's going to result in possible three-point play, doubling the lead for the Eagles. Now Shane Stark will check into the game. Matt Paulus as well. Coming off Chris Ferguson and Jared Stoops. This is a big point in this game right now, Chris. They had the lead. It was 29-26. to 26. And with that miss, Paulus now has the rebound. But it's a 9-1 run from Conwell Egan. LaSalle needing to respond here and keep it close before the end of the third quarter. There's been a good amount of small runs throughout this game for both teams, and this is why we're at a close five-point lead for the Eagles. There could be another LaSalle run growing the next 215. We'll find out. Shane Stark has it beyond the three-point line on the baseline. 
takes Esposito, but Esposito stayed with him. Now Isaiah Jones cutting his Romaldi. He finishes. Good find from number 25, Isaiah Jones. Great luck. Now back down to a three-point deficit for the Explorers, under two minutes to play third quarter. McCray pace. Esposito lined up a three, didn't take it. McCray pace spun to the baseline, up and under, count it, and one. McCray pace, what a move on the baseline. What a game for McCray pace overall. My, oh, my. That move beat the defender, took some contact. English off the glass. Used the rim as protection against the blockers and finished. McCray pays now to the line. He will shoot one. McCray pace end over end spin, but it doesn't go down. Hit off the front rim. Five point deficit for the Explorers. They've hung around at about this point for the majority of the game, occasionally coming close, and at one point in this third quarter, even taking the lead. Matt Paulus couldn't get the look off from three, instead, back to McTamney, who gets by his defender to the rim, cannot get it to finish, but a foul is called, likely against Karan Johnson. But they're actually going to give it to Eric Esposito, the 6'1 sophomore. That's his first of the night. Team's fifth. I think we're seeing a little bit of uh, something that we saw last year and two years ago with this game. Really close. Egan's taking the lead, mainly in these three quarters. Fourth quarter means unseen. Both of those games from last year and two years ago, LaSalle ended up coming from behind and winning. Close. McTamney missed the front. Now the second end over and spin rolls out. Isaiah Jones trying to come up with a rebound, able to flick it up to Jared Stooks. Ooh. Oh, now Stark leaves off for McTamney. Long three. A bit short again. Isaiah Jones does it again. Gets the rebound. Back to McTamney. And a blocking foul is called. It could have gone either way. Conwell Egan not thrilled at all. Frank Scaiola in his third season here is about as mad as he's probably been in those three years. Frank Scaiola is, I'm a, big, I'm a fan of Frank Scaiola and I'm a fan of his energy. And that's on display right now with that missed call that he, or that bad call that he believes it's a bad call. He was really set up there and I don't think he was deep enough to be called for that blocking foul regardless. So I, I see where he's coming from. That really could have gone either way. And I, I may have been inclined to call that an offensive foul. But McTamney, the beneficiary, knocks down both. 106 to play, third quarter. Explorers trailing now by just three. Full court pressure now from the Explorers. In the backcourt is Karan Johnson. He's guarded by Jared Stukes. Off to LaPree, McCray Pace. Taking their time, getting it across the timeline. McCray Pace, guarded by Romaldi, able to do just that. 50 seconds to play. We'll see if Conwell Egan has any desire to take a shot before the dying moments of this quarter. Cross-court pass comes to Darian Simmons. 
Simmons gets inside to the lane. That's an easy bucket, so he'll take it. Jared Stooks just moved out of the way, leaving an open lane. Now a five-point lead for Conwell Egan. Nearly stolen. The pass came from Isaiah Jones, intended for McTamney. Luckily on the tip, Stooks was there to take it. I think they're going to hold for the last shot with 18 ticks. Isaiah Jones will back out near the logo. Isaiah Jones holding his left lower portion of his left hot upper portion of his left leg. Let's see if that could be a concern later on this quarter. Five to shoot. Not getting much going. Now to be McTamney launching the three. In and out, no good. Tipped up. And no, it will not go. So after three quarters of play, the Explorers have fought back. But still, Conwell Egan continues to answer. It's a five-point lead. We'll take a break here, come back for the fourth quarter. You are listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. BobLongSports.com, your place for everything sports and your place to make yourself heard. High School for the fourth quarter. It's a good one here between the Explorers of LaSalle and the Eagles of Conwell Egan. Bob Long, Chris Yastramski alongside. Thanks for joining me here for the second half and amidst the craziness that was going on at half as we were able to get ourselves back on the air here thanks to all who have joined us. That's just one part of this craziness going on. we got a crazy game going on as well, Bob. That, they, that we do and that these teams do. The Explorers trail by five. Stukes. Off to Paulus. Feet on the line. Hats, he hits the mid-range shot. It's going to be a long two for Matt Paulus. It's 39-36. to 36. And now to the bucket. Karan Johnson gets the ball stolen. Jared Stukes up past the timeline. Not a lot of numbers. Stukes off to McTamney. Can't hit the three. And now a foul is called. This will probably go against Stark. Nope, it'll be Dan Romaldi. That's a tough call there. He swatted the ball out of bounds, but the referee, I think, is trying to take some of the intensity, some of the physicality down a tick as we get toward the end. I was saying that Karan Johnson seemed to fall really hard on the floor. Came up limping. They just subbed him out for number 34, Eric Esposito, the sophomore. We'll see if Johnson is okay, if he can continue for the rest of the game. It could be just a banger. Eric, Eric Esposito nearly has the ball stolen as well. What a catch on the other end from Simmons, who walked with it, but it wasn't called. He'll throw it into the backcourt. 
And Ryan McTamlin would just roll it out of bounds. So uh, let that one roll out. It'll be LaSalle ball. And Conrad Legan would have been well served to touch that ball, I think. But uh, nonetheless, LaSalle here will still get the inbounds ball. This time will come from right from the corner underneath their own basket. They trail by three. 7.02 to play, fourth quarter. Conrad Kiska having some trouble getting it in. Head coach Joe Dempsey will call a timeout. He definitely did not want to call that timeout, especially with 7.02 remaining. Just that early in the fourth quarter, you got to save as many timeouts as you can for late in the stretch, and especially in a close game like this. So, Chris, you've had the privilege here to spend the first half in the stands, well, the pregame show in the booth, first half in the stands, second half here in the booth. From those myriad of vantage points, what have you seen here tonight? I've seen what I've been, uh, what have you been seeing the entire time. It's been a close game. Egan's gotten ahead a lot. LaSalle's clawed back, but Egan's got ahead, and LaSalle's been clawing back. Game that I expected. I expected Egan to be, you know, a tougher team, maybe getting a lead out. The past two years, it's been like that. Last year, they were leading after three. LaSalle came back, won closely in the fourth. Looks like we might have a similar story to this right now. But difference is we're at LaSalle, not at Egan. LaSalle basketball. We're under seven now to play. They trail by three. It's Jared Stukes coming off the screen. Paulus comes off the screen. He'll shoot the three. Back iron. No good. McCray pace with a huge rebound. And a foul is called. Shane Stark and McCray pace in each other's faces. And that is exactly how this game is going. So the foul called against Shane Stark. Back down the floor goes Conwell Egan. That'll be the seventh foul against the Explorers. And perhaps, perhaps the quick trigger on the scoreboard, it's only the sixth. So that's only the sixth foul, Chris. Next foul on either side. And then they will be shooting free throws. Karan Johnson came back after falling hard early in this quarter. He's all right. Just move fluidly as he normally would. It was just a little bruise. Chris, this is something to watch out for here. This is becoming very physical, very intense amongst both teams. Typical PCL game, Bob. Karan Johnson now up the floor. McCray Pace, who just got into it, was stuck. Now an offensive foul. Daniel Green raised the elbow on the screen and delivered a blow to the midsection of Jared Stukes. He's not happy. Coach Frank Shiola isn't happy. The only ones that are happy are LaSalle. And Jared Stukes that he has all his teeth left. <laughs> now that's Egan seventh. Yep, now that, because that happened on the offensive end for Egan, that does not result in free throws. It's only defensive and loose ball fouls. So LaSalle will have the basketball on an offensive possession. McTamney will launch a three. In and out. Stark couldn't come up with a rebound. Chases it down to the corner. Tries to knock it off the defender, but instead knocked it off his own foot and out of bounds. Stark should have had that. He should have had that ball. Clearly had it, just lost it. Couldn't get it back. It might cost them earlier, later on in this game. This is a big test for this LaSalle team. This is the first time they've been held to this highest standard, especially here at home, and it's been difficult. There are threes that have had very good chances to go down. They just haven't, but here they find themselves still within a possession. Six minutes exactly to play. It'll be a good one here in Winmore. 
Glad you're with us on Bob Long Sports. Karan Johnson guarded way out by the logo by Kiska. He gets by him to the rim. He goes. Finishing. Conrad Kiska guarding way too far out to deal with the speed of Johnson. Five-point game. Stark spinning in the lane. Puts it up. Hailing it. And one. Shane Stark with the underhanded lob. Didn't need the backboard. It goes in. Foul called against Finney D'Alessandro. He'll go to the line to shoot one more. Shane Stark. Big. Big two-pointer. Let's see if he can make it three. He hasn't hasn't done that well in free throws this season. Big one coming up for the big senior who's going to our sinus next year. No good from Stark. And there's a lane violation against Conrad Kiska. We've seen a a lot of Kiska this game. More than uh, number 34, Zach Chrysler. Chrysler. We've seen a lot of Kiska. And a lot of Chris Ferguson, too, the senior. Kiska nearly fouled Darian Simmons. Luckily, did not be called for that. Eric Esposito holds. Now he's guarded by McTamney. Jared Seuss gets the steal. Kept his foot in bounds. Goes down, and a blocking foul is called against Eric Esposito. And LaPree McCray-Pace gets right in the face of Eric Esposito. And Esposito is yelling right back at him. That is not constructive criticism, Chris. Absolutely not. You have, as a sophomore, you just got to take it and just listen to the senior. He might be wrong. He might be right. But either way, just listen to the senior. Shut your mouth because you don't want to have something blow up in the middle of a close game like this. Down up by three. Dan Rimaldi checks into the game. Conrad Kiska will come off. Jared Stukes to the line to shoot one and one. The Explorers trail by three, 41 to 38, 518 to play, fourth quarter. Front end is good. He'll earn his second. Any free throw, especially a front end, huge at this point in the game because it earns you one more. Miss the front end, you might as well turn the ball over. Second from Stukes is good as well. It's a one-point game. LaSalle trails, and they play full-court defense in the backcourt. Dan Romaldi guarding Simmons. Here comes the double. Timeout is called just before the steal came from Paulus. Frank Scaiola, he saw it coming. He saw it coming like a freight train. Matt Paulus came, and he called it right before that ball was taken from him. A smart timeout by Frank Scaiola on that play right there. Now they'll keep the ball. Hopefully they can extend this lead back up to a full possession by three, or hopefully for Egan, four. It's a one-point game, a 30-second timeout for Frank Scaiola and the Eagles of Conwell Egan. And, Chris, this is where big moments are made. This is a game that we highlighted in the pregame show has huge implications for seeding and who you may need to play on your way to the palestra if a team may be so uh, so lucky. However... You're looking at seeding this early in the year? Clearly you are because two of the next three games that this Explorer team have against the Saints of Newman Garetti and against the Cahillites of Roman Catholic, very important to get this one here. Huge, 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 huge. And we saw earlier today PCL action prep defeating Wood. Basically Wood didn't have their top guy 
didn't matter. It's going to matter in February, March with the seating at the Palestra. And Conwell Egan exactly in the same situation. They're 1-1 one one with a loss to Roman Catholic. Last thing they want to go is 1-2. Matt Paulus gets on oh. the floor. McCray Pace has the basketball down on the floor. Romaldi is fighting with him. And now the whistles blow. Egan will have the ball, though. They have the possession arrow. Well, South Edge are liking it. It's a jump ball called Dan Romaldi and company jumping on top of McCray Pace. McCray Pace wanting either a timeout or a foul. He will get neither. They will get the ball, so I hope he's happy about that. Like you said on the alternating possession, Chris, ball goes back to Conwell Egan. Head coach Joe Dempsey goes right up to McCray Pace and gives him a handshake. A lot of respect on both sides of the basketball, even when things get chippy. Skyola and Dempsey are well-respected. Even though Skyola's in his third season, he's still well-respected for how he, what he's done to this Egan team in just sh such a short time. And he's also just respected his players and his opponents, just like Dempsey has with LaSalle. McCray Pace, good luck inside. Found Simmons. Simmons couldn't finish. Another jump ball. That's this time it'll go back to the Explorers. What a game. I don't think Egan knows it, however. Was there, a, there may have been a second call here. There was a jump ball on the baseline, Chris, and now another official is talking with them. There may have been a foul call on the far side of the floor in front of the LaSalle student section. They are calling us. And now a foul is called a technical foul against Ryan McTamney, number 35, for taunting. That is a tough call, and that official better be really strong in his convictions and sure that that is the right call and was the only recourse. Because at this point in the game, it's a one-point game, 4.26 to play. It's been really competitive, very entertaining, and well played by both teams. Don't decide a game that way. Now, if we can go back a little bit, let's go back uh, a week ago. Wow, it's been so long. A week, two weeks, two weeks ago when LaSalle played Ryan. We saw a lot of technicals as Johnson misses his first. We saw a lot of technicals from Ryan and how they couldn't keep their composure. That moment right there where keeping their composure against Ryan, seeing how they just exploded with their head coach and with some of the players, hopefully that comes back right there and gives them a good lesson. And missing two at the free throw line, Karan Johnson misses both ends of the technical. The possession will go right back to Conwell Egan, however, because of the technical foul, even though it would have gone to LaSalle on the alternating possession. That was a huge two misses by Johnson. Head coach Joe Dempsey doesn't think so. I'm kind of with him because I thought on something like that, the, the rule was, you know, certainly normally on a technical foul. It goes back to them, but I thought this was a different situation. However, the ball goes right back to the Eagles of Conwell Egan. Eric Esposito finds McCray Pace. McCray Pace is guarded by Ryan McTamney. 4-11 to play in the game. The Explorers trail by one. McTamney wants McCray Pace to go left. Instead, he'll back it out to the logo. The Eagles in no particular hurry. Screen comes from D'Alessandro. Now he gets into the lane. Stolen by Jared Stukes. It's one on two. Goes right up to the fence. Puts it up. He gets fouled. Jared Stukes is fouled, and he'll go to the line to shoot two. A Simmons chance can't believe it. To put the Explorers up one if he hits both. <laughs> Thrilling action on both sides as Jared Stukes 
got the rebound, and then tried to get the layup. I think the foul was called a little late, but nonetheless, a foul was called. Stark was right there on the follow-up anyway, even if there wasn't a foul called. Now Stukes, end over end spin, but it goes in and out. It hit the front rim, was halfway down, and popped up and out of the rim. 3.50 to play. Explorers still trail by one. One more for Stukes at the line. That one's good. We are tied at 41. Full court pressure. Darian Simmons up the floor. He traveled with it. And it's called. LaSalle gets the ball right back. Darian Simmons can't believe it, but it was pretty clear from up here. Including the 100 reps that were here at LaSalle. Everyone just stood up. Walk, walk, walk. And they called the walk. Explorers now back with the basketball. Jared Stukes has it up near the logo. Jared Stukes is guarded by Simmons. Leaving off now. For McTamney, Stukes will get it right back. Good passing for LaSalle right here. Explorers in no hurry, 3.26 to play. Matt Paulus, the overlapping run comes. McTamney into the lane, all the way to the bucket! Off the glass! Ryan McTamney puts the Explorers up two, and a quick timeout for Joe Dempsey. Wow! And we still got some more action left, 3.17. Yes, we do. Woo! 3.17 to play. Don't you live for this, Bob? I do. Good PCL action right here. Philadelphia Catholic League oh. basketball on Bob Long Sports. We'll take a breather as you do as well. We'll be back on the other side, a full time out here at the gym. You're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back to LaSalle College High School. We are here. LaSalle versus Conwell Egan. Explorers lead by two, 317 to play. Up the floor they come. It's the Eagles led by Darian Simmons. Simmons now finds McCray Pace. McCray Pace gets by Stukes into the lane, puts it up, and is fouled on his way to the bucket. He'll shoot two at the line. That'll be Jared's second foul in the night. That'll be the team's eighth. It'll be shooting two. Missing the first. Big miss by McCray Pace. Three straight misses for Egan's free throws, especially those two technicals that Simmons took earlier in this quarter. 
Here's the second. Goes in. One point lead. LaSalle up by one. 2.59 left in the fourth. Now Stukes. Ball rolled into him. Across the timeline. 43-42 the Explorers lead. 2.49 to play. Second half. Stukes now. Comes off the McTamney screen. He'll launch the three. No good. And the rebound. Well done by James Thompson to get that one. Across the timeline, it's Thompson. Thompson is guarded by Matt Paulus. 2.23 to play. McCray pace. Turning with it. Nearly stolen. On the floor. A jump ball is called. That'll give it back, I believe. Thompson was trying to call a timeout. It looked like he was getting the timeout, giving the timeout signal before the refs called the jump ball, but the refs didn't see the timeout signal. We're going to give the jump ball to LaSalle with possession arrow. Possession Big four. possession arrow for the Explorers. 2-12 left. They're up by one. A little bit of pressure in the backcourt, but Daniel Green will back off. Ryan McTamney on the floor along with Stukes and Rimaldi and Paulus and Stark. Stark dribbles, hands off now for Stukes. One point lead for the Explorers. A minute 47 is Stukes finishes at the rim. Got by Thompson and scored. Give him the little floater for the little Stukes. And a timeout, Conwell Egan. Explorers leading by three. All the momentum was with LaSalle, but that could change at any minute with this Egan team. Just up by three, the Explorers are. Minute 38. Egan has a lot of timeouts remaining. They had four coming in to this fourth quarter. Ooh. Someone someone on the Egan team just threw, I think, their whiteboard or something. Yep, there was a breakage of glass or plastic or something. Nobody's happy there. And you see the reaction drawn from the Explorer bench and crowd. You can easily hear the, the breaking up here. A great game here from LaSalle. Intensity at a very high level. Full time out here, 17 to play until we get back to this action. About a minute 20 to play. Back onto the floor they come, 45-42. Explorers lead by three. Possession Eagles. And Egan will inbound. Cray Pace taking it over to their end. It's guarded by Stukes is McCray Pace. McCray Pace now launches a three. He hits it. Nothing but net. LaPree McCray Pace ties it up. And a timeout, a double technical foul called as the, the men are going back to their huddles for the timeout. Stukes and McCray Pace. 
They have no clue what they're. They have, neither player had no clue why the double technical was called. I didn't see anything there. Head coach Joe Dempsey and head coach Frank Scaiola go over and talk to one another. I saw I saw Jarek just smiling, and just walking back. He said nothing to said nothing to McCray Pace whatsoever. And I I didn't see anything from McCray Pace going back to Stukes. But if we, let's go back to the action because that's what really should matter. Big size differential between McCray Pace and Jared Stukes, inches wise and just size. Could see just see the big size in McCray Pace over Stukes, and it just took him over and bang three pointer tie game. Another timeout here. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a minute. What a game here from LaSalle. We're tied at 45. You're listening to Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Welcome back. LaSalle Basketball on Bob Wong Sports. It is tied at 45, a minute 21 to play. Matt Paulus up the floor. Will the Explorers choose to just take the last shot? Shane Stark has it. Three-point line. Hands off for Paulus. Rimaldi thought about the three. Paulus now thought about it again. They'll back it out. In no hurry, a minute to play. Head coach Joe Dempsey puts his palms in the air, which seems to indicate they're just going to wait it out. I would wait it out as well. You don't have that much time left. you got 45 seconds now. If you miss a shot, if you take a shot now, you miss it. Egan has a chance to win it. No free basketball. And it looks like they're just going to hold it 33 seconds. Jared Paulus at the Explorer logo with the left hand, guarded by James Thompson. We are tied at 45. Dempsey just asked his coaching staff to call a timeout. They said no. We're going to have ball for 18 seconds. No timeouts. 16 seconds to play. Here we go. Everybody on their feet. Paulus, a long three. No good. Rebound down to Daniel Green. Seven seconds to play. A timeout is called by LaPree McCray Pace. Way back toward his own basket as Daniel Green was slashing up the floor. He wants time to think about this one. I would think that's a very questionable three to take at that far of a distance with that much time remaining. I would have held on to the ball until the very last opportunity. At the worst, overtime. At the best, you win the game. Or at the very worst, now, you lose the game. And you lose your first Catholic League game of the season in a game that could definitely matter come February, March. An incredible game. Another full timeout. We will stay right here in Winmore as we take you toward the final moments of regulation. LaSalle, 10-1 on the year, 2-0 in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Conwell Egan, 7-3 on the year, 1-1 in Philadelphia Catholic League play, but the loss came to Roman Catholic. Certainly a swallowable loss. This one here for Conwell Egan, a big one. 
one that means a lot, and you don't want to get behind the eight ball at one and two as the reigning state champions, as these Eagles are at the AA level. For LaSalle, two of the next three games after this one against nationally ranked powerhouses. Newman Garetti on Monday night. Roman Catholic the Monday night after that. The storylines write themselves. The intensity, you can feel it through your radio set. I can feel it right here, Bob. (laughs) You are here in on the action. Chris can feel it. 7.4 seconds to play, inbounding from just on the other side of midcourt. It'll be McCray Pace. McCray Pace, double comes to him. Gets to the baseline, puts it up, doesn't go. We're going to overtime here in Winmore, Pennsylvania. What a game, Chris. What a game. What a last few. What a quarter. We haven't seen this much grit. In the first three quarters, and in this fourth quarter, we saw whiteboards getting crashed. We saw a lot of technicals. We saw a lot of stuff that was going on. We saw a lot of bodies crashing into each other, a lot of jibber-jabber, a lot of this crowd getting into it finally. We finally got a good feel of this PCL game in a one that's really going to matter. We will take a break. Come back for overtime on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Back for the overtime period at LaSalle College High School. LaSalle now will be moving from right to left on your radio dial. Shane Stark against Vinny D'Alessandro to take the tip. Four-minute overtime in the PCL. LaSalle gets the ball. Stark able to tip it back. Jared Stukes walks across the timeline. 45 apiece. Early Philadelphia Catholic League action. It's Matt Paulus. Paulus dribbles. Hands off to Paulus, or should say Stukes. Double team comes. Now Stukes gets it back from Paulus. A little bit of trouble in the corner. He's able to dish it out to the safety valve. Good D by Egan right there on that corner. Now Dan Romaldi, he's guarded by Karan Johnson. Hands off for Jared Paulus. Again, slow offensive sets, much like we saw in the first quarter. Paulus, head fake from beyond the three-point line. He's now guarded by Daniel Green, feeding up top to Jared Sooks. Timeout for head coach Joe Dempsey. 50 seconds of nothing offensively. Good defense come from Conwell Egan there, and it forces the Explorers to take a timeout. That's a big win for Egan right there with that great D, and you could see, you could hear it possibly, and you could see it here with some of the JV guys and some of the bench guys from Egan just standing up and cheering, standing with their fellow boys. We talked a lot about Vinny D'Alessandro coming into this game. He's been a bit quieter in the second half going into the overtime. It's been LaPree McCray pace, as well as Karan Johnson and a bit from Daniel Green, who have come in and done some good things. But I think McCray pace has really started to pace this team. 
pardon the pun, and has put them in a position here, scoring a lot of points. I mean, he leads them with 17 points a game, and he's right up near, if not over that average already. This this missing Stevie Jordan thing, I mean, it really hasn't really shown because of the the uh, pace that Lepre McRae pace. Pardon the pun has played. <laughs> nice, Chris. Nice. I th- but I think if he, let's say you had Stevie Jordan here, probably would be a, a Conwell Eakin when we probably wouldn't be in overtime right now. But it's been a nice day from a lot of these Eagles. Not to take away from the guys on the floor. They've put together a complete performance, as this LaSalle team has. The most complete game of high school basketball we've seen here on Bob Long Sports this year, and it's really not that close. Inbounded, the Explorers by Rimaldi now, and it's off to Stark. Stark hands off for Matt Paulus. And once again, in no hurry whatsoever. Not much ball movement off the ball. And uh, Matt Paulus will just dribble in a circle. Rimaldi now to Stark. They are still at the logo. We are at 2.45 to play. McTamney thought about the three, comes to the elbow, will take it and hit it. The two-pointer by McTamney. Now Egan's going to get the first possession of this overtime just halfway through this overtime period. 2.29 to play. Daniel Green with the left hand. Nearly traveled with it. Karan Johnson has it now. Karan Johnson is guarded by Matt Paulus. Now Thompson turns with it. Back for Karan Johnson. Egan, a slow offensive set as Johnson backs it back to the logo. A bit more off-ball movement. Now D'Alessandro has it on the baseline. You can't have a bad shot in overtime right now. A bad shot. An offensive foul against Vinny D'Alessandro. Now, D'Alessandro just just did the Heisman on LaSalle. I forget. It might have been It was Shane Stark. Stark. He just did the Heisman. Just stiffed arm Shane Stark. And Shane Stark did well there because I don't think there was a ton of contact, Chris. But there was enough that Stark, knowing he could go down, he was likely to get that call. Just you can't just take a you can't just commit a foul like that late this late in the game. LaSalle leads 47-45 against Conwell Egan High School here at home. 139 to play. Stukes will get to the rim and finish. A four-point lead for the Explorers. I'm looking at former player Dan Core in the stands, and he's just electric from watching his fellow teammate from last year just get after it. And now McCray pace. We'll get to the rim. It won't go down. Ryan McTamney gets the rebound. Jared Stukes will flip it up to Stark. Up the floor to Dan Romaldi. Hands off for Matt Paulus. No fouls yet. They're like they're going to need to. Got a minute left. Paulus goes down, nearly loses the ball, gets up. And a timeout is caught by Joe Dempsey. What a call because that's a travel. That is a travel yeah. when Matt Paulus gets up off the floor. And that is exactly what Frank Scaiola is talking about right now. Oh, He's I can't, furious. I cannot believe he got that timeout off in time, maintaining LaSalle possession and keeping them in full control. Joe Dempsey with a veteran move. Look how cool and composed Joe Dempsey is. It's like it didn't even happen. But that was a definite travel, and I understand Scaiola's just not happy whatsoever. 
Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable game. Haven't had that many questionable ref calls, but this is definitely one of them. That is a questionable call that might have changed the outcome of this game if the correct call happens. Don't know yet. Granted, it's just a four-point lead. 49-45, final moments of the full timeout. LaSalle Explorers on the bench. All five starters will come back onto the floor to try to close this one out. Possession 54.7 to play, a four-point lead here. Ryan McTamney to throw the ball in from just on the other side of midcourt. Stukes receives it in the backcourt. He will walk it across the timeline, guarded by Dan Green. I'm not sure what they're waiting for, and I don't even think that number three, Darian Simmons, really wanted a foul on there. I, 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 didn't it didn't look like a foul. He just touched him. It's like a little love tap. I'm not sure what they're waiting for, no. though. And Ryan McTamney's not the guy you want to foul, but it's not like they were making moves to get the ball out of either his hands or Matt Paulus's hands. You would think those would be the two free throw shooters add Jared Stukes into the mix that you would not want to shoot at this point. Yes. What? McTamney hits the first. Big. Now the second upcoming as D'Alessandro comes back into the game, as does Eric Esposito. McTamney gets the ball back from the referee. A clear lane from the Explorer perspective. Four Eagles in the lane for Egan. Back iron, no good. McTamney went after his own rebound, couldn't get it. It's Karan Johnson. Five-point lead, 37 seconds to play in the overtime. Now you got to shoot a three of your Egan. Get at least down to a possession. It's stripped. Was it off his leg? Referee says no. Romaldi got a hand on it. Might have gone off the leg of Darian Simmons, but the referee said it was only off Romaldi. Joe Parisi, the LaSalle Athletic Director, the Explorer mascot, and the first-half color commentator, Chris Sanders, they saw it went off his leg, but the ref saw something different. 26 seconds. McCray Pace will launch the three. It's good. McCray Pace continues to hit big shots here. It's now just a two-point lead for the Explorers. 23.1 seconds to play. LaPree McCray pace, man. Soul, I think he's the sole reason why this team is where they are right now in this game. Should have, They should have been leading. They led most of this game down a little bit. They're still down now, but he's keeping this team alive in this game. They're now just down by two. You got to foul quickly. You got to foul the right shooter. Hopefully, depending on who's going to be on the floor, their eye might be Shane Stark. He hasn't been doing that well on the line. That way, if he misses two, two point game, just a little layup, tie game, going to double overtime. It's uh, it's all up in the air right now, and there's a lot still yet to be written. It's a two point lead, fifty to forty eight. Conwell Egan likely needing to foul, but they have time to go for the steal first. What will they do? Who will they choose to foul? LaSalle is in the double bonus, so any foul will result in two foul shots. 
Stukes, Paulus, Stark, McTamney, and Dan Romaldi are on the floor for the Explorers. Just your regular starting five. Dan Romaldi to inbound from underneath the Egan basket. Paulus has the ball, and the foul is committed. Should have fouled a little bit earlier. The coaching staff was calling for the foul a little bit earlier, but gets able to shed about a second, second and a half. 20.2 to play. Matt Paulus to the line to shoot two. It's a two-point lead, an opportunity with two free throws to extend it to two possessions. Paulus flips the ball in his hands, up and good with the first. Three-point lead, D'Alessandro back onto the floor, as with Eric Esposito. Now Paulus dribbles four times in his hand, flips it. The end over end spin, it's good. Phil Helton will come in for Dan Romani to add some defense in these last 20.2. Sells up by four, 52-48. And now the pass comes across midcourt, all the way into the bucket. Velisandro gets it to fall. Ten seconds to play. Matt Paulus is fouled in the backcourt. It is a two-point game. And once again, Paulus has the opportunity to put the Explorers up two possessions. I like the quick bucket there, though. At some point, Chris, mm -hmm. got to take the easy one. They did that. D'Alessandro was given it at the weak side block. He took it. Easy two. You got to count on a missed free throw at some point here now. And clearly, clearly, if he makes one or two, you have to launch a three now. Good job by Shane Stark to not commit a blocking foul as well. Matt Paulus hits the first with 9.6 to play. Has the opportunity now to put the Explorers up an all-important four-point margin. If he misses, look for McCray Pace to make some kind of play and it'll most likely be a three-pointer. Paulus in and out, three-point game. McCray Pace has it now. Will he get it back? He will, he'll launch from three. It's short, tipped around, end of the game. LaSalle who wins it at home. McTamney got the rebound, he gobbled it up, and that was it. The Explorers wow. advance to three and zero in Philadelphia Catholic League play. They win a huge game at home against Conwell Egan, one that will pay dividends over the course of the remainder of the regular season. Give it up, or for both teams, what a game! What an ending! What a fourth quarter! Wow! Typical Philadelphia Catholic League play, Bob. You summed it up, Chris. You summed it up, absolutely. It was a great game. Final score here from LaSalle College High School, 53-50. Matt Pauls with some big free throws down the stretch. The one that was just an inch short from going down. It was halfway down and out. Left one more opportunity for McCray Pace. He put one up. It was right on line. We saw it from our vantage point. Just a bit short. And that was all she wrote. What an atmosphere here from LaSalle. What a game. And how's this team got to be feeling going into Monday night? They got to be feeling good, but they got a big test ahead of themselves. They got Newman. A lot of good film they got to watch. This has got to be their best. This is right now. This is their best win. Let them celebrate well, tomorrow morning when they come up, watch film. They got practice early in the morning. All eyes are going to be on Newman. 
That's exactly right. What a game here. We'll take a quick break. We'll wrap things up on the other side. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. A 53-50 win in overtime. The Explorers defeat the Eagles of Conwell Egan. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. We are back here at LaSalle College High School, the site of an improbable and incredible 53-50 to win for this LaSalle team in overtime, and we are here right now with one of the stars of the game, Jared Stukes. Jared, you had 18 points tonight, 5 of 7 from the field, 3 of 3 from beyond the arc. You must have been feeling it out there tonight. Coach always tells me to keep confidence in my jump shot, and today I had some open spots, so I just took threes, and I felt good. Yeah, and you look good out there. The rest of the team did as well. That was an intense game we saw out there, and uh, lots of back and forth. It looked like you guys knew that this Egan team is one that you need to to grind down, get a win against because of what could be later in the season. Yeah, um, Conway Egan is a great a great competitor of the team, man. We fought hard and we won, and it was a good win for later on in the season for a home playoff game, and it was just a great fought game. So. You've you faced this team three years so far with Frank Scarola. It's been a similar similar outcome. Egan's been a tough team. What's what's different about this game than the previous two games? Um, yeah, Egan is a great team. Today, uh, they uh, they took the lead on us, but we just fought hard and we executed and followed Coach Dempsey's plan, and we end up coming out with the W. Now, late in the fourth quarter, we saw a questionable double technical on you and the Premier Cray Pope. Just. Do you know what happened from the uh, ref? Do you know what the ref said to you? Or? Nah, uh, Lapree hit a three, and he just he looked at me, and I don't, I don't know what the double check was about. We didn't have any words, so I was confused. I didn't see anything from what he said either. 
Well, let's put this one in perspective, Jared. Back to back to the action on the floor. From this vantage point here, it was one of the best that I've seen. I put it up with uh, a game that your your older brother Amar played against Roman Catholic that went down just back and forth up with the Newman Gretti game of a few years ago. Where does this one rank for you in overtime victory against a big time rival uh, here? This is definitely one of the most high competitive high competitive games I ever played. It was a tough game back and forth. And it was, it was a battle. It was a war out there. And Coach Dempsey always lets us know the Catholic League games are never going to be easy. Now the next one for you guys, not to look too far ahead, but Monday night against Newman Garetti. I'll give you time to enjoy this one, but initial or preliminary thoughts? Um, well, Newman Garetti, we all know that's a great, it's a great team. And uh, Coach has confidence in us, and we're just going to go out there and try, and try to get a W. We're going to play hard, and we're going to fight similar to this game. We had a good student section out here today, Jersey night. On Monday night, it'll be Newman here at LaSalle, 7 o'clock on BibleOnSports.com. It'll be exam week for you, for you guys. I don't know how the students will come out for a big game on exam week, but give us a little message to the students for them to come out right now. Uh, Monday. I think I think the students to come out, you know, get the chance to see a great a great Newman Garetti team and a, and a good LaSalle team, and we're just, it's just going to be a war. So I think everybody should come out and try to watch the game. We'll see you here, LaSalle Gymnasium, Monday evening at 7 o'clock tip. This guy will be there, Jared Stooks. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Big win for the Explorers, Jared Stooks. Thanks for him for being so generous with his time. And now he'll go back and have a few words of celebration with his teammates. Chris, a great way to finish things off. We'll go through the statistics to close up shop here. Uh, Jared Stooks, he had 18 points. We mentioned three of three from three. Matt Policy at 11, Ryan McTamney 4 of 15, so not quite his percentage, but still put up a really nice 16 points, hit two threes, and six free throws in the process. Shane Stark, he had four, Dan Romaldi with two, Conrad Kiska, he had two, and all that adds up to 53 points and an overtime victory for I this LaSalle I want to talk about Conrad Kiska for a little bit. He got a lot of playing time as a freshman. That's got to be really good for him, just as a devel- developing as a player, and especially against a good Egan team like this. It's got to feel good for him as well. Yes, absolutely. And this Conrad Kiska player, he's he's got to play a full JV game before coming into varsity. So he's getting a lot of different experiences, all good ones, and will all pay dividends for this program Plenty down the minutes. line. Now here's the immediate dividend. It's a victory over Conwell Egan, the AA state champion from 2015. And it's a huge victory there. This now LaSalle team moves on to play Newman Garetti on Monday evening. The Explorers improve to 11-1 on the season. Conwell Egan drops to 7-4 for my color commentator, Chris Yastrzemski. And thanks to Chris Sanders in the first half as well. I'm Bob Long saying so long from LaSalle College High School. And we'll see you on Monday night. Big one.